he has drawn him here. Mercy has cast him even to here. He's come even by mercy. Come even through mercy. He's come even from mercy. Mercy. Mercy man. Mercy man. Mercy man. Mercy man. Mercy man is Messy man is here. The messy man is here. Messy man is here. Even the man that's on the throne of mercy is here. The Messiah of God. The Messiah of God. The Messiah of God is here. With the news of God. News of God with the news of God, news of glory. I submit to you, our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord Jesus Christ, I am in submission to you tonight. I, I can only stand in your mercy to, to approach your presence. I crumble before you today in the privilege of mercy and grace portion the owner of the words the inheritor of inheritance the son of the father in love and in truth king king the king the king the king with crowns. The king. The king, omnipotent, who reigns. Thank you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for being here. Even though it's night in Canada. But you have come at your own time. Eh? Imposing your presence on earthly design. Thank you. Thank you for your overwhelmingness. You're here. We welcome you, we receive of you, we thank you, thank you. We, we receive your smell everywhere in the world. All those who are listening and watching will perceive your sense, in, in sense, they will, they will receive the smell of your saint. We inhale you. We inhale 
the incense you shed. All your garments are smelling of myrrh, cassia, and hollow out of ivory places. Thank you. Messiah, beam your person, shine your light so we virgins can receive of you. Thank you. Honor to you. Teach me tonight. Teach us, all of us, teacher of majestic things. Teach us this morning. Break bread with us. Teach us of your glory. Teach us. Yea, teach us. Teach us. Tell us the secret. Share with us. Have mercy on us. Teach me. Put, put in me things that will make me hear you again. I want to hear you. Help me. Have mercy on me. Show me. Cause my ear to be open. Help me. Thank you. Open to Second John, Epistle of John. Second Epistle of John. Is it the elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not only I, but also, but also, but also all they that have known the truth, for the true sake which dwelleth in us, and shall be with us for ever. Now grace be with you, mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and in love. And I rejoice greatly that I have found of thy children walking in truth, as you have received a commandment from the Father. And now I beseech you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but at which we had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is law that we walk after his commandment. And this is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning that you should walk in it. For many deceivers have entered into the world, confess not that Jesus is come in the flesh. This is a, a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourself that will lose not those things which we have wrought, but I will receive the full reward. Whosoever transgressed and abided not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abided in the doctrine of Christ hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you, bring on not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that bided in Godspeed is a partaker of his evil deeds. Therefore, having many things to write unto you, 
I will not write with paper and ink, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face that our joy may what, sir, may be full. The children of thy, of the elect sister, of thy elect sister, greedy. So if the elect sister will be church that he was writing from. Amen. He must have uh, been in the midst of saints. Praise God. Can we shout hallelujah? So there was an elect lady. Shout hallelujah. I'm not hearing you say amen. amen. An elect lady. If you're going to trace this um, truth that John was using to address saints, um, this elect lady, uh, the, it's a conglomerate of saints that has made the election of the bridal company. They are on their way to coming into that, uh, what's it called, the bridal fold, the elect lady. Shout hallelujah. I'm not hearing you shout hallelujah. So, and of course, we can see them fully blown, fully grown in Revelation chapter 1. All those who are in Revelation chapter 1, the seven golden candlesticks, are ladies. They are elect ladies. Amen. Can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah. They are what? What did I say, sir? They are elect ladies. Praise God. Shout hallelujah. They are all lady. Amen. So it, John said, another sister greet, greeted the elect lady. So the sister there also was an elect lady hmm. that John was with. So, of course, that tells us that he is not referring to one person. So, if you open the elect lady, you find children in there. So, the children made up the elect lady. So, and are children whom I love in the truth. Now, it's not every child that you can love in the truth. If anybody is not in the truth, you won't find them to love in the truth. They have to be present in the truth to be loved in the truth. So to love someone in the truth, it's a different ballgame. This is not just loving people who hadn't yet broken truth to truth at this dimension. So the truth here uh, is what we'll be excavating this morning. So I love in the truth, and not only high, or not high only, but also all they that have known the truth. Those who know the truth, we love the elect lady. Any elect lady and our children. Can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah. I'm not hearing you say amen. amen. For example, the church of Ephesus in Revelation is an elect lady. Pagamos was an elect lady. Thyatira was an elect lady. Smyrna is an elect lady. Laodicea was an elect lady. Hallelujah. Philadelphia was an elect lady. All these churches 
way. They came into election. Hallelujah. In First Peter chapter 1, is the elect according to the foreknowledge of God, of the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit. Now, you can see here, this church has come into election but has not made the calling an election sure here. Uh, are, you, are you listening to me? So you can see the level of elect status here is still low. These are already church of Christ. They have been sanctified. They were sanctified unto obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, they have been sanctified by the Spirit. He said they came into election through the sanctification of the Spirit so that they can fulfill their election. Make your calling an election sure. Of course, um, they have a partial election when Peter was writing this a letter to this scattered brethren abroad in Bithynia, Cappadocia, Asia, Galatia. All these were people who had gone through the process of sanctification. They select these people. We can see them. It is a bunch of the Hebrew brethren. Hallelujah. That Paul also wrote to. If you see in the second epistle of Peter, Paul, Peter referred to the letter of Paul, which he wrote to the Hebrew. Are you listening to me? Also, Paul also addressed them as brethren of the sanctuary. I hope I'm talking to you now. Okay, the methodical, uh, the systematic writing of Paul to the church of uh, Hebrew may not come in the same own, again, with what Peter wrote to the Hebrew church. When you read Peter you have to, and Paul, you have to really look closely to be able to see that it's almost the same letter. So Peter was writing out of the well, I get it, of himself, but um, a well that Paul, maybe by the Spirit, steered up in him. Praise God, because Peter hadn't yet come into the ministry of revelation as an apostle of revelation. Peter also gave instruction of revelation. He's, he came into being revelation apostle later. But they were fictively apostles of the Lamb. The Lord Jesus said to Kenneth Hagin that they came later into being apostle of revelation, revelational apostle. But of course, um, how did it come to pass? Paul, by revelation, went to Jerusalem to go and compare the things the Lord has been, has been speaking to him. Is it less I run in vain? I get him. You know, he doesn't want to beat against the air. He met them. He met Caphas. He met um, John. He met James, the Lord's brother. And after talking, they gave him, they perceived the grace of God in him, and they gave him a right hand of fellowship. Praise God. 
Praise God. Look at what he said. I went up by revelation, communicated unto them that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to them. He did it privately. At times you don't say, you don't teach, you don't just teach revelation to the unlearned. Why did they look for this? They felt they will have capacity. This is this was wisdom. It's not everybody you share some things with, especially if they have secrets of God. Some you may fall into people's trap. They can rent you. They can tear you a piece. And it might be God speaking to you. Lest by enemies I shall have run. Or run in vain. Praise God. It did was towards uh, what was ethical in the ground of revelation. Can we shout hallelujah? Can we say amen? amen. Now, uh, this is also a practice. Those who are among us and you are under you a minister, it is good you share what you have with an older minister. Now, Paul was submitting to the apostles his revelation. Let them check it. Am I right? Uh, whether we like it, and there was something in those apostles of the Lamb that was not in Paul. Are you getting Whether you like it or not, they may not speak revelation, but they, they had an inheritance with the Messiah of the messianic spirit of jesus is ministry to the jews jesus was a sign it was a sign to the jews so there were everlasting portion that they inherited in them it's a thing in them it's not easy to read to read jesus as a sign it wasn't easy if it were paul maybe paul may not believe in jesus if we're in the flesh, but those ones believed. So there was something about their soul, I get the anointing on them, for them to stay with Jesus closely for about three and a half years until he was taken. So Paul also, Paul knew it was customary. They have been with Jesus. There's nothing you will share with them that will be strange to them. Now, they have to tell P.G. Paul that the things you taught, Jesus taught them. What you are just teaching us is you have come to give us keys to his things. The things he said, we didn't, we couldn't, we are not, we are here, we had them, we kept them. But he, he spoke to us in a language that we're not full of, that didn't give us the grasp and understanding of them. But what you speak is a different language. We Jesus taught you. The language of Paul, when you read the Pauline epistle, they don't sound Jesus' Jesus's type of language. But it was Jesus who gave Paul that language. Are you listening? It was Jesus who talked to Paul. He gave him that frame, those frame of words. And that, those are the only things, those are the only frame of words that can unlock what he taught while he was on earth. Now, what he spoke as a son of man, are you listening to me? While he was here, am I communicating to us? They were highly spoken. They were highly spoken. Is it that which was which began to be spoken by the Lord? The Lord began to teach these things. Again, there was nothing on the earth in heaven that Jesus has not taught. As three years ministry, he taught everything. He taught all the messages. 
shout hallelujah even to the book of revelation it taught all of them it taught the mysteries but it did it in a particular wisdom it did it as an ecclesiastes I praise god so uh, someone you see when an ecclesiastes is talking it's not clear he will speak in wisdom that's when you read the book of ecclesiastes it's not it's not they are not normal words shout hallelujah it will take help to understand what jesus spake can we shout hallelujah so like i said here now um peter began to talk to the church that are scattered abroad so the church scattered abroad were hebrew churches now is it to According, is it Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia? Let's see the next verse. Lord Jesus, I recognize your presence. Amen. Elect, according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification. So this election came through sanctification to a higher level of election which we can, can only be achieved or attained through obedience and what again? And sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. We we'll need this. I thank God for Peter to be able to open John. Amen. Can we shout hallelujah? Um, the obedience and sprinkling of the blood was the next level. This is uh, ingredients for sure place to make the election sure. We they will need these two things: obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Then he he commended them. That's those are apostolic greeting, grace unto you. That's our apostles greet grace unto you peace be multiplied praise god and all those who wrote epistle they greeted that way grace unto you and peace be multiplied can we shout hallelujah, hallelujah. i'm not hearing you shout hallelujah. hallelujah hallelujah now let's read second peter chapter f one verse f verse Verse 4, whereby are given unto ox exceeding great and precious promises, that by this promise we should be partaker of the divine nature, having what, sir, escaped the corruption. That's where it means you must have escaped the corruption that is in the world. Before you can water, partake what, my brother, of the divine nature. Can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah. When you check Second Peter chapter 3, is it the where those who have been, uh, who through Jesus' knowledge were purged, but they later on were entangled? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So, but this one have escaped. Those who were able to escape will come 
into where? They will come into divine nature through great and what's exceeding great and what my brother precious promises. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. With through these promises will partake of what my brother of the divine nature. Can we shout hallelujah? Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through laws. Can we shout hallelujah? Now, um, so we can have an idea or a, and a sense of being elected. So election has to do with escape, deliverance. Hallelujah. Election has to do with coming into um, the coming into the fold of those whom God has extracted from corruption. So before you can say I am an elect fully, praise God, uh, I, then it means you have come into the provision of deliverances that God has marked out for man for a person. In hallelujah. Can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Now I want us to see this one. Is it besides this giving all diligence out to your faith virtue? It means these people had faith. Virtue, knowledge. This is these are teachings of Christ, not so sir. To your knowledge, temperance, to your temperance, patience, and to your patience, godliness. Knowledge and to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. Not so. So here, Pastor, you can see is mixing. What is the mixture of this thing? Is mixing nature and fruit together. Now, knowledge is learning. I'm, am I communicating to you? At your knowledge, beside this, at your faith virtue, and also at your faith, faith here, it's the exercise of spiritual strength. Am I communicating to you? This is not a fruit of the Spirit. Shout hallelujah. Yeah. Then virtue. Virtue here, praise God, is energy stored in Christ. To the virtue, knowledge. Shout hallelujah. And to knowledge, temperance. Now, knowledge and temperance. Temperance is a fruit of the Spirit. Temperance had to hit patience. At times, patience is at times highlighted in Scripture, not as fruit, but as nature. Are you getting me? The way these things, you can see a fruit becoming a tree in Scripture. At times, you can see they refer to these things in fruit terms. Now, let's see the next one. Patience, godliness. Godliness is not a fruit of the Spirit. 
is in nature. Am I communicating to you? And then to brotherly kindness. Then, are you seeing that, sir? Then, charity. This charity is a nature. This charity is not food. So you can see the things, but brotherly kindness is a fruit. Why this mixture? This mixture is to till the nature. Again, I'm preparing it for the ground to yield. You can see what is the purpose of this mixture. It's like you need more manure. Are you getting me? For the ground to yield maximally in the next level. Is that you are putting things in the soil, fertilizers. Am I communicating to you? So, because the heart has been able to do certain things, but right now, move it from the heart of the sanctuary, beyond the heart of the sanctuary. Move it into a heart that will maximally yield in everlasting life to make it a heart of divine nature. Are you listening to me? Can we shout hallelujah? You need to employ those things that you have done before. Had it again, he's telling them. But this time, had it in proportion. I get it. Had it in mixture too, so that you can get something bounty. Look at what he said. He says, and if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren, <laughs> unfruitful. Where? Knowledge. Of who? Is making the soil rich. That's why he said he wants fruitfulness in the unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, knowledge of everlasting life here, is not Christ as knowledge. This is the next knowledge after the knowledge of the Lord. I get in me walking worthy unto the Lord, unto her pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. I get in me and increasing in the knowledge of God. This is so they were looking because the next thing, because the key to a world is his knowledge. So to be able to get this next level of knowledge, praise God. The soil has to be richer. I, I hope I'm communicating. Now we can see this principle in the Old Testament where they mix fruit with nature. It's there in the scripture. Check the garment of the high priest. At the hem of the garment, there is a veil, there is a fruit. God told Moses, under the garment, just at the hem of the garment, to the leg, feet of the high priest, Round about that garment, make an insignia of a bear, make a fruit beside it, a bell to a fruit, a bell to a fruit, make it round. Now, what is a bell? A bell simply means a bell is a voice hmm. attached to a bell inside is a fruit. Now, when you gong the bell. You are sounding the gospel. Hmm. Then the bear beside it is a fruit. Means mix nature. Are you getting me? Mix what, my brother? Nature with fruit. Mix nature with fruit. You can so you can see what we preach, really. Praise God. 
when we say gospel, this gospel is not just knowledge. We are also preaching nature. And you, the way you get nature is knowledge and fruit together. That's how you get nature. Hallelujah. Before you say you want to get somebody called, when you say godliness, you can't separate fruit and the word. Knowledge alone is not enough to give back to a nature. I, I hope I'm talking to you. So you mix fruit with nature. Am I communicating to us? Can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah. Now, you can see it to, for to attain increase in knowledge. Is a mix these things. Add this. Add this to your soil. Add this one to your soil. Yes, you have godliness. Add it in a greater proportion. Are you listening to me? Add patience. You've been patient before, but now you're about to go into a world of great patience. Add more patience of Christ. Am I, now add temperance. You've been temperant before, but add another. Heap it up. Hard to your temperance. Are you getting me? Hard faith. Hard. Now, when all those addictives in the spirit are being done, it will give back to a soil that can yield to God, that can yield to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can we shout hallelujah? He said, Neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we see knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ? He said, They make it that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of what, sir, our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we shout hallelujah? Uh, we are still learning the Bible. Uh, knowledge in Scripture means two things in the Spirit. Knowledge in the Bible means two things. The first instance of learning, the entrance of light is knowledge. That is causing you to see is knowing. But there is another dimension of knowledge. The knowledge as a nature is different. So some people have light. Some people have scripture. They have understanding. But they don't have the nature called knowledge. Is that clear, sir? Can we shout hallelujah? I'm not hearing you say amen. amen. So you can see, God wants us to also bear fruit in knowledge. For so shall, next verse, give it to me. He that lacks these things is blind, cannot see afar off, and had forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. These old sins are sins of Christ. Sins against Christ. Sins that will not make you Christ. But these people are already Christ. But if you don't obey these things, you will forget that your sins have been purged. Am I and when, you're, when you forget, you won't be able to move forward. You won't see afar off. Am I he that lacked this thing is blind and cannot see afar off. Now, you are, not, you are supposed to see beyond the level of sanctification and see afar off. What am, I, what am I supposed to see afar off? I'm supposed to see the land of everlasting life. Now, it was from the world of charity Moses stood to check, to see 
the land of promise. He saw the land of promise. God wants you to see the promised land. The land which the Lord has sworn to our father. I get it. The Palestine that the Lord led Abraham to and Isaac and Jacob, which they dwell, was a symbolic of that land. There is a land that belonged to the fathers. There is a land that belonged to the fathers. Can we shout hallelujah? What did I just say right now? There is a land. Now that is the land God sworn to the fathers. So when God was swearing to Abraham that I will give you this land, a land without an oath, the land I swore, shout hallelujah, he was referring to a land in the spirit, not a physical land. Shout hallelujah. He was referring to what, sir? A land in the spirit. Hallelujah, not a natural land. Let's see Ezekiel chapter 36. Hallelujah. Amen. I will send, no, yeah, okay, give me the next three verses. Hallelujah, 26. For I will take from among you the heathen. 26, give me 26. Uh, a new heart also will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. I will give you an heart of flesh. Amen. So, Pastor K, an heart of flesh is the heart, praise God, that can yield in everlasting life. That will bear fruit. Not so? Have you seen that? Then I will put my spirit. The next verse, let's see. I will put my spirit within you. Now, this is Hebrew chapter 8. Have you seen that, sir? This is Hebrew chapter 9. Hebrew chapter 8, Jesus has a shorty of the new covenant. A covenant and new covenant which had promises. Shout hallelujah. So, and that covenant, the new covenant is to write God's law in people's heart, not on tables of stones like he did with Israel. Shout hallelujah. I'm not hearing you. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Amen. Is there a new covenant? He had made the first old. Now that which decayed waxed old is ready to vanish away. Verse 14. Let's see. Amen. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. Say that after after those days. Come, see the Lord. Amen. I will put my laws into their mind and write them into their heart. I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. Now that word after those days means something. What are those days? Covenant are made in the day. But there were days there have been days before. Shout hallelujah. And those days, my pastor, are days of the Old Testament. Do you get me, sir? Uh, what, my brother? Those are days. 
so it means when the time that the old testament was in existence the it's uh, an advent of days am i talking to you now they gave the testament days but it never perfected anybody shout hallelujah after save the lord so now after those days i will write another covenant save the lord i will put my laws into their mind write them into their hearts i will be to them a god and they shall be to me a people now this was jeremiah this promise seemed to be for israel shout hallelujah, hallelujah. i'm not hearing you say amen this promise seemed to be for israel can we shout hallelujah but Israel, as in yet, as a whole, attain this promise. Now, those who attain the promise are few people in Israel. Uh, am, am I making some spiritual sense? They have few in Israel. So, and those who attain this promise, they handed with the first century Christians. So, and after that, we never heard of Jews. The season of Jewish people passed. Then the gospel moved completely to the Gentiles. So anyone, so when you are reading this, read yourself. Some preacher will say, uh, he's talking to the Jews, not, not we already have the, the covenant in our heart. No, you don't. You don't. You don't have this covenant. They've not made this covenant with you. Can we shout hallelujah? Now, uh, can I go further? Can, so you can see Jesus being the shorty of the covenant, a mediator at the same time of this covenant, both a shorty and a mediator of this covenant. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, take me, I will, want, I will put my laws in their mind, and in their hearts will I write them. I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me. Let's see how Ezekiel, this is Jeremiah. Let's see the rendition of Ezekiel. You need both of them to capture this. I'm going... Ah, Ezekiel, after that, I will put my spirit in the heart of flesh within you. I will put my spirit, where, sir, within you. And cause you to walk in my status, to put my spirit within you, to put it in your mind and in your heart. Now, and cause you, so what he calls spirit, what he calls law, is spirit. This spirit is not Holy Spirit. But the, sp the law from the mouth of the spirit. Because it's the Holy Ghost that will drop the law. And that law is the law inside God. Is the law in God. There is a law in Christ. So the law in Christ in verse 24, let's see 25. Okay, 26. 
a new heart will I also give you. And a new spirit. The law in Christ is a new spirit. Have you gotten that, sir? Eh? The law in Christ is called a new spirit. If you can have your breakthrough into the prophets, you, have, you understand the Bible. And verse, let's see what it calls the law that is in God. I will put my spirit. It's called the law in God is called my spirit. Not so, sir. Amen. Now let's see Romans chapter 8 is there. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That is new spirit. So the law, what was it? The law, the spirit of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That is the real, that's the actual way you pronounce it. They say it again. The spirit of the spirit of life. Where? Meaning the law of the Holy Ghost. That is the spirit of the Holy Spirit. That is why Holy Spirit is from the Holy Spirit. This law is coming from directly. Am I communicating to you? I don't know. Maybe I'm Are you hearing me? So, uh, the Holy Ghost is the one in charge of the law itself. Is the one giving the law. Because the law are spirits. I hope I'm talking to you. God is a spirit, but he has a law inside of him. And it's the Holy Ghost that can go on the inside of God and take out things. So what the Holy Ghost is producing in a believer to make you Christ, there is something called Christ, and there is a way Christ is. Christ is made within out. If you are not Christ inside, you can never be Christ outside. So the law of construction of Christ is as a result of a spirit. So what made up Jesus? Christ. The word Christ is a spirit. If anyone lacks it, you are not Christ yet. And if Christ's law is not in you, according to Ezekiel, which you call new spirit, your idols are still present. Your fieldiness is still there. No church prayer can help you. In fact, you can still be anointed by God and used mightily. But those things are intact. It's all talk about this Lord is a different ball game entirely. Am I making some spiritual sense? So the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, that law of sin and death means spirit of sin. So spirit of sin is in the devil. The spirit of sin was the things they found out of the devil. Those spirits, those evil spirits, they have a law inside them. I don't know, you understand me. Can we shout hallelujah? I'm not hearing you shout hallelujah. I say this, what did I say right now? I say those, all those evil spirits you see, apart from inf 
They be possessing people. When you, when the spirit possesses a man, now demons are lower spirits. They possess. They are not in. They are not into law formation. They are occupants. They are lower. The operation of casting out demons is carnal. But Satan doesn't enter people. Satan enters people by law. And the Bible says immediately Jesus gave Judas the broad. Satan entered into him. Not physically. There is a way Satan can. He will send his spirit. And that spirit will do everything that he wants you to do. Hello, my pastor. I hope everybody is listening to me. Can we shout hallelujah? And that's why you see, a minister should be very careful. You, if Satan anoints you and Satan is with you, you can transfer laws into people. So you understand that. For like uh, I have a stopper talking today about temptation, division, when someone is, you have a superior and you want to you want people to cut off from the superior. Like Absalom. You can be, you know, you can be teaching and you may not mention the superior. By so doing, you are cooking spirits and entering people. And before you know it, the people will begin to behave the way you want them to behave. That's what is called works. So someone can begin to teach some things. Are you getting me? You can you can tamper with Satan can use anybody if you are not careful. Can we shout hallelujah? I'm, I hope I'm making some spiritual sense. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. Like I said, demons are occupiers physically. You never see Satan physically in anybody. In fact, the time will come in the Bible. There won't be needs for demons in men. It's a full formed law. Book of Revelation. A name is already done. And all the evil spirits will now occupy Babylon as a system. All of them will be in there. Because right now, the law is already written in men. Can we shout hallelujah? I'm not hearing you shout hallelujah. Can we say amen? So now, to be free from a spirit, this spirit of sin, even though it's spirit, just to tell you there is something in charge of carnal life, this thing, is a spirit. So this is the spirit of carnally mindedness. Hmm. To be carnally minded, there is a spirit behind it. There's a law. So that law was sent to generate carnal life. He said, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life. So the provider of spiritual mind or the giver of life and peace is a law. For example, somebody wants to say, I have life and peace. It means you have the law of life and peace. And the law of life and peace 
is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. I hope in Malachi, let's see Malachi chapter, you know the place, the law, yeah, with the priest. Shout hallelujah quickly. Malachi, let's see Malachi. He said the law of truth was in his mouth. Iniquity was not found in his sleep. He walked with me where? In peace and, and equity. And he turned many away from iniquity. He said the priest's law lives you keep knowledge. And they should seek the law at his mouth. For he is a messenger of the Lord of hosts. Now, give me verse 5. Where I'm going. My covenant was with him of life and peace. That what covenant means, the law. Meaning my spirit. <laughs> so my what, my brother? My spirit. So there is a spirit of life and peace. So the spirit of life and peace is what makes, up is whom Christ is made up of. So if you want to know the person called Christ, is the man with the law of life and peace. Shout hallelujah. Now give me Romans 8 quickly. And for to be carnally minded is death. For spiritually minded is life and peace. Now verse 7. Let's read 4. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. So, the carnal mind will hate the next law, which is the law of God, which is my spirit. It, it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So, it will never. So, that's why God will not admit a person that is carnal. He can't come into his presence, that no flesh should glory in his presence. So no flesh can come into God's presence because it can never be subject to the law of presence. Is it neither indeed can be. So enmity, what is enmity? Ezekiel calls enmity heart of stone. Ezekiel. An heart of stone can never agree with the law of God. If that is not removed, from a man, he can't do well, well in the law of God. Then let's see, after the heart of flesh, I'll put on the heart of flesh my spirit. I will put my spirit, this my spirit is, I will put my law within you. This thing gave me conflicts. I didn't understand it for years. I've seen it a long time ago. When I see it, I close the Bible. I knew what is this? What are all these things this Bible saying? I, I couldn't relate it with new creation reality. Because I saw them many. My spirit, new spirit, my spirit. What's this? He took mercy to see it. And caused you to walk in my status. You shall keep my judgment and do them. Then the next one. You shall dwell in the land. Are you saying that? That I gave to your fathers. 
So there is a land God gave to the fathers. And you shall be my people. <laughs> and I will be your God. Not so, sir. We are going to see. Then the next verse. Let's see. I will, that is the time I will save you from all your uncleanness. Number one. So to save me, the verse 20, 25. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you. You shall be clean from all your filthiness. From your hiders will I cleanse you. So there is a cleansing, but it's not salvation. The other one is, I will save you. Now, there can never be a salvation until you glitch the land that he has given to your fathers. So, the land, he will, I will also save you from all your uncleannesses. So, there can, this is, this is the final hellscape. It's in this land that we are being saved. Even there are things in this land that will cause me to be saved. After I have been saved from all my uncleanness, how will I be saved from all my uncleannesses? Verse 28, show me the path of salvation. Let's see it. I hope you are not tired with me tonight. You shall dwell in the land that I gave to your father. You shall be my people. I will be your God. Verse 27, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status. This is how you get saved. So with, it means now that spirit, are you getting me, sir? That spirit is there to deal with a spirit. Now you have to be, it means if I have to be saved, the spirit is working against something that works against salvation. Um, am I so what kind of spirit is it? Is the spirit of statues, spirits of judgment. Those, I will cause you to walk in my statues. It means what kept us away from being saved are statues and judgment. I hope I'm talking, sir. It means some kind of judgment and some kind of raising elevations, I thought, I things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Is it that knowledge of God? Is this my spirit? This my knowledge of God is supposed to produce my spirit because you, you, you come in contact with a law through knowledge. So that's what they call lawyers, learned ones. Things they are exposed to, they know. In the spirit, Actually, are you listening to me? We are supposed a Christian. Somebody is a Christian. Your vocation, your inheritance is your exposure to laws. Ability to handle law. To deal with laws. Sir, you can't deal with evil spirits. All evil spirits around us are lawgivers. Their greatest work is to teach you how to use their laws. So their laws is not just to teach you to fornicate. They, they want to teach you how to profit with their laws. 
so that he can stay in perpetual darkness. They also have power and they want you to, to receive their transmission. Are you getting me? They, do, they generate power. I listen, and they transfer the power, transmit it. And then the power is being distributed into houses. And they want you to use their supply and leave. Plug your appliances, meaning plug your life. Use us. That's what God, what Paul was saying. Jesus was telling Paul, I want you to turn them from darkness to light. <laughs> from what's the power of Satan unto God. It means people are using Satan power. Ministry can use satanic power for a long time. A minister can be using Satan's power and he's healing the sick. That they may receive forgiveness of sins, inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Can we go further? Are we okay tonight? Shout hallelujah. Now let's go back to Second Peter chapter 2. I'm going somewhere. Second Peter chapter 2. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into where, sir? One, can we read it together? Into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus. This everlasting kingdom is the land of the fathers. This everlasting kingdom is Uza, is the land of the fathers. Can we write, can we say that after me? The everlasting kingdom is the land of the father. And in that land of the fathers are greats. When he met Moses in the wilderness, he said, I'm the God. You know, God said, I will be their God, they shall be my people. So, we is a people. A people must have the stature of a father. So a people is a father. Not just in many, even as an individual. A person can be a people. Thank you so much. As far as God was concerned, when he said, I'm the God of your fathers, I'm the God of your people. You, you people are not yet people. I have dealt with people. So one man, when God was dealing with Abraham, he was dealing with nations. He said, you're a father of nations, have I made you? So he, he, he was dealing with a man. You know, God is a spirit. God was, you know, God can live a life even when he had not yet appeared. Pastor, God was living in eternity with Abraham. God, God was living with his siblings in the spirit. Anytime he sees Abraham, he rejoiced. When Abraham approached, Abraham created a world for him. Listen to me. Planet, God does, is not interested in dwelling in planets, in heaven. Heavens are people. Inside of you, you can be on heaven. And there can be hurt in you. God will be living in you. He will be traveling in you. He will be doing things in you. Am I communicating to you? And somebody will be wondering. Because the things he wanted to relate with are inside you. I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham. Comma. 
the God of Isaac, comma, and the God of Jacob. And Moses tremble and does not behold. Now these fathers, the God of thy fathers. So these are people at their degree. Of course, we all know that Abraham is the highest here. Followed by Isaac. Then followed by what, sir? Even Jacob confessed his fatherhood to Pharaoh that I am not in least. I can't count myself to have attained what my fathers attained, that they were higher. The pilgrimage of their years and days. He said, they attain their own. That, he wasn't talking about how long he existed. He was talking about dealings with God. Journeying with God. <laughs> I, I hope I'm communicating to you. He said, those ones, oh, they journeyed. So, where is that? Because the journey is a very big journey. It's a journey in the land. And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, the days of the years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my own life been. I have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my father in the days of their pilgrimage. This is coded. So pastor, have you seen that? that those days, the days have years. Years have days. That tells you, yes, there is Jesus, is Christ. Days is everlasting life. And you know, Jesus called years Christ. You see, the Lord has anointed me. He has anointed me to, the final thing was to preach the acceptable year. The acceptable year is the end of the years. That will, that will, want, that will have a breakthrough into the acceptable year. Then the first thing declare the day. So these men have years of pilgrimage. Then God turned their years into days. Meaning they were not just people of faith, people of life and peace, but they were also people of my spirit, people of the covenant of God. So the land God sworn to Abraham. How will God swore to Abraham about Palestine land? Then God is poor. That's not the land of promise. Sir. There's something God calls land. Land is future. Land is fulfillment of hope. What God gave Abraham as land is what I'm talking about today. Behold, I have said the land before you. Go and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them and to their seed, not as seed, to give to Christ after them. is one seed. Pastor, have you seen that? Is it not as in seed as of many, but as to seed, which is Christ? So whom the Lord wants to give the land to, 
is Christ. Father, we thank you. And now to Abraham and his seed, where the promise is made, he said not and he said not unto seed, as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. So it means whom the Lord will give the next land to. Who are they, my brother? Christ. Hello, sir. So a complete Christ is a man with a covenant of what, sir? Because the next land revolves around a law. And you cannot receive God's land. I hope I'm talking to you. Everybody shout hallelujah. Without his laws. Now Ezekiel 20, 27, please. You shall do it before that, 27. God bless you. Amen. I'll put my spirit within you. Now, whom they will put his spirit within. Shout hallelujah. I want to show you who is Christ, please. I'll put my spirit within you. Cause you to walk in my statutes, And you shall keep my judgments. And when you do them, when you do my judgment, then I will go further. You shall dwell, you can't dwell in that land without my law. Now, my law, well, immediately I put my spirit within you. You know what will happen? My spirit will cause you to rise in thinking. You will now see holy elevations. And you will, even you see the status, then you will, you will marry God's evaluation. God's agreement. How God thinks. What God calls sins. How God judges. Even if you marry those judgments. And then you do them. Even if you do them, you are keeping law. Now, this one is called the perfect law of liberty. When you do them, you become them. And immediately you do them, then you'll be able to dwell. Is that what dwell in the land? Dwelling in the land is abide in the land, which I gave to your fathers. So you now, there is a need for fathers abiding in their land. Because there's, that's the only place when God cometh, that God can reach them. The land of hope or the land of promise has promises. Or in other words, let me just say something. That land is in itself promises. What makes up the land? A pile of promises that form the land for you to abide in. 
that it becomes a land. That's how God does his foundation. And immediately you come into the end of the land. Are you getting As Abraham stood in the land and stayed and the end. You know, Abraham got to the end of the land. The end of the journey for Abraham was when God swore to him. And that was it. After God swore to Abraham, Abraham finished his vocation. Abraham went to Beersheba, built a groove there, and abided there. That was how Abraham ended. Abraham ended in the hot of the land. The word Beersheba means the land of hot, the place of hot, the well of seven, the well of hot. Can we shout hallelujah? That was where Abraham dwelt. Abraham dwelt there. We give the glory to God. Can we shout hallelujah? I'm not hearing you say amen. And when Abraham dwelt there, Abraham handed his days there. The Bible says, Abraham received the promise after he had patiently endured. Abraham returned unto his young man, the result, went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. So, you see, Abraham abided. So, hello, sir. Shout hallelujah. So, when you start with Jacob, amen, and Isaac, you are living. Now, when you have come to Abraham, you have abided. So, you can see the major threefold manifestation of the land of promise. I hope I'm communicating to you. Can we shout hallelujah? Both two speaks of living. Jacob is a child of the land. Isaac is the young man of the land. Abraham is the father of the land. But all of them are what, my brother? Fathers. And after he had patiently endured, he obtain the promise. Now, the reason, take me back to Ezekiel. I want to leave here quickly. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I, I hope you are getting blessed. Yes, sir. Canada brethren, I hope you are connected. Are you hearing me? Amen. I want to see your mouth move. Uh-huh. Praise God. I can see laughter. It means you are getting me. Amen. I will put my spirit within you, cause you to walk in my statutes. You should keep my judgments and do them. You see, the word status means status. It's also the same. Status means class, high places, hallelujah, high elevation. Amen. Then the next thing I will, you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your father, and you shall be my people. I will be your God. Then what happened? You mean that happens? Next verse, quickly, quickly, I will also save you from all your uncleanness. That word, it means saving of the soul. Are you listening, sir, pastor? Saving of the soul is in abiding in everlasting life. It comes at the end of our everlasting journey. We will now say, our soul has been saved. Can I go further? 
Immediately the soul is saved, is connected, is the colon. It's not too far. I will call for the corn. Is it the corn here? Is eternal corn. This is eternal life. So the first thing you get, this eternal corn cometh from eternal land. This is another land again. <laughs> now, this is the, the land of promise. Listen to me. Is everlasting life. And the promise where you can be blessed. Where you, the only land, legitimate land for eternal life is everlasting life. So God will come. You see, just, I love the word, I will call for the call. It means he will come to you, then he will call for the call. He said, behold, I come quickly. <laughs> what is with me, sir? Now, we don't get into eternal life. They come to us and bring it to us. They will give us everlasting life. So the first thing first is the corn of the land. The corn of the land is the first meal. Because that time, um, we are going to get into the land of eternal life. Imagine eternity. Is a land also. Hello, my brother. If it's not a land, why should there be a tree of eternity? It's a land. Trees grow there. Water is there. Climate is there. Rivers is there. Look at what I'll call for the land. Corn. I'll call for there's one corn. This corn is hidden manna. Are you getting me? Just say I will call for it. You know, manna was a seed like unto a coriander seed and they call it the corn of heaven but this one the corn hallelujah because what makes a manna manna is a corn of heaven anything manna is a corn it's in scripture they they gave them the food of angels the corn of heaven mm. but this time around the Israelis saw things. That, my brother, I don't know. That one is beyond miracles. Sir. So when you are saying you are growing legs, and a Jew won't look at you. You, you are a kid. What do you know? You, what, what is your growing leg for what? Maybe you don't know what we are saying. For 40 years, we ate corn. And that corn wasn't an ordinary corn. If you look at, I'm a produce of the corn. That corn enter into their DNA. And that DNA is still inside me. When a Jew is looking at you, he's looking at everybody as a fool. <laughs> yes. He said, man did eat angel's food. He sent them meat to the fool. He rained down manna upon them to eat he had given them of the corn of heaven. So manna is a corn. So if God is saying, I will call for the corn, come banana. There is one corn. Another manna. Which Jesus say he will give to those who are saved. Am I talking to you? Not only corn. After you had eaten corn, corn is the first food. Hallelujah. You eat the hidden man at first, then the next one. Let's see. And you understand, sir. 
if you are going to see the geography of the earth and see the celebration of the feast in Israel is around botanical uh, produce of the field. The first Passover, Passover, I use the feast of Passover. Passover means when the angel passed over them and God struck the Egyptians to release the Israelis to leave Egypt. That was Passover. It's a celebration also of the corn. How do I know? At that season, they are plucking corn. That's the season when the first fruits of the field, especially corn seed, they bound in sheaves, are being harvested in Israel. Not so, my pastor. Praise God. It's between March and April, ending of March and April, is their first month. In Israel, it is called the month of Abib. Praise God. Can we shout hallelujah? You know, some people can go to Israel to go and learn this. You will never partake anything. There is nothing. Shout <laughs> We are going to the Holy Land. Your nature will still remain intact. And Jesus said, <laughs> Praise God, sir. Jesus said, Your father did eat manna and are dead. No, don't go. That's not the manna. The real tree is not on physical land and the real meat. Now, what I'm saying is that the corn itself, shout hallelujah, amen, amen, says here, is the first meal. If God called, they call it the first fruit. That's the thing. That's what opens the land. And when, they, in fact, and when they got to the promised land, the children of Israel, the first thing they ate was the old corn of the field. I will call for the corn, and I love the word, increase it. Pastor, okay, you understand. What will I call, sir? Corn. And what will I do? I will increase. And then lay no famine upon you. So this, this prophet taught eternity. Sir, to increase it is to increase eternal life. Then the next one. I will multiply the fruit of the tree. And increase, increase of the field. There's only one tree. And there's only one fruit. Pastor. One fruit of the tree. This is tree of life. It will cause you to you don't eat tree of life until you have eaten corn of the field. Like I said in Anamnesis, those who listen to me, I said, eternal life is different from immortality. This, there is something, the wisdom of eternal life, it is a different thing. The tree is immortality. Is the tree to the corn. Is the, is the tree of the life. Now, the tree does not supply the life. The tree will not give you life. The tree, 
will seal the life. God said, drive them out of the garden. If less, they will put their hand and then they live forever. It means he won't be able to solve the problem of their sin. What that tree will do to Adam, do you know what the tree will do to him? The tree will just the tree will throw him into a place where he will be irrecoverable. He will just be going. He will just be thinking. Iniquity will be multiplying. So they keep the tree from you. And I can tell you, Satan was looking for the tree. I won't lie to you. The temptation of the devil was that when God planted a tree in the garden, he too went there. He was looking for that. It was no Adam. They, they, they are not interested in man. They knew God's interest were vested in man. So they too wanted man. He wanted to get to that tree. For the first time, God revealed the tree. He has never revealed. He didn't reveal it in heaven. While they were in Eden, there was nothing called the tree of life there. He gave them their own tree. But not this one. This is God's tree. Now he planted it on earth. Hey. When they saw, oh my God. Even all the angels were looking at the thing. Hey. Hey. Baba God. They know if you give us chance, make we eat. And they, nobody. Do you know he didn't put cherubims to guide the trio? Cherubims were in Eden. These are the gates. Is it the east of the garden? This flaming sword, no cherub, they are good there. That flaming sword. Are, are you getting me? No cherub can watch that. He didn't trust cherub enough. So apart from them being in the east, you know, to turn the way of every man, tita and eater. Look at it. So he drove out man and he placed in the east of the garden of Eden, cherubims. And flaming sword, which turned <laughs> cherubim's comma, and flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So they are guiding the tree right now without taking out that sword. Honestly speaking, you will never assess the tree of life. So the flaming sword, of course, you understand. Shout hallelujah. Is the eternal sword of God. Amen. Is what, my brother? Can we say it again, sir? It is the sword of fire. Praise God. You get me, sir? Is what, sir? That will not allow you come to the tree of life. Is the spirit in God. Go back to that first, second John. Now, I want to this is where we are. Elder unto the elect lady. Like I said, all the purpose of election, pastor, is to end up in eternal life. But you have to come to a sure place first. To make it sure is to, to make your election sure, is to arrive as a sure dimension where you are sure for life eternal. Yes. Hallelujah. And uh, Second Peter 
chapter 2. Rather, brethren, give all diligence. Chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. Give me verse 7. Then 8. Amen. Then 9. Let's read. He that lacked these things is blind, cannot see a found, or forgotten that he was born from his old sin. 10. Let's see verse 10. Wherefore they rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. So, Pastor, you can be elected, but you have not made it sure. You have to do escapes to make your election sure. Not so, sir. To make your election sure. Have you seen what I have said in the before now? The things I taught in the book of Ezekiel concerning being saved. To make my election sure, I have to arrive at the Father's land. So the Father's land is everlasting. So a sure elect, an elect that is sure, is an elect who has come to everlasting life or everlasting life. He's not just, he has not just lived it. He's abiding there. Father, I thank you. I love in the truth, the elect lady and her children, I love in the truth. Now, the truth here is life everlasting. What is truth is what is sure, please. Don't forget. Truth here is the sure life. Now, the, the, the first truth, the first truth, praise God, say amen, amen, is the precious life. That's the first truth. What is the pre first truth? The precious life. The second truth is exceeding great and precious life. So the first truth is the life of Christ, which is precious. Christ is precious. Hallelujah. You know, he hands in preciousness. I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation. A precious cornerstone is still Christ. A sure foundation. That's what, sir. Exceeding great and precious person. So another word for those who are in exceeding great and precious beings, uh, those are the ones we call peculiar people or the peculiar treasure. Hallelujah. So uh, a peculiar man was writing to a peculiar lady. Now he said, I have loved you because you are peculiar. <laughs> I, I love you and your children. Because they are in, you are in your peculiar state. Why did I like you? Why did I love you? What kind of love is that? I want to just speak of this love. I can only love you as long as you are in truth. 
Now I want you to see those who are not in the truth. Who offends? When his apostles became, they went deeper and closer to God. They began. You can see that they began. They began to be narrow. So when you see them, you may think they are cult. They are not. Do they hate people outside? No. Uh, yeah, the, the road gets narrower. When you, get to, when you are getting to the end of the road, it's not broad. Because the closer you get to God, you, know now, you now know that God is separate, is holy. There are things he doesn't meddle with. Anybody who will come to God, if you want to come to God, and you are very you want to come close to God, there are certain things you will not be able to touch. You must have been trained to know what is called unclean. You must have been trained to know what is called unholy. And you must have been you must have been trained to know what is clean. You must have been you must have been trained to know what is holy, what is pure. Certain things are not pure. So you can see this apostle says, I love you in the truth. I love the word love you in the truth, meaning I am loving you with a capacity of life higher than before. I have loved you before, but I love you now. My love for you now is a higher love. And it's not I only, but also they that have known the truth. I love the word, those who have known the truth. We give glory to God. Now, uh, the Bible says Jesus in John, let's see John chapter 1. The law came from Moses, but grace and truth came from the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only that, amen. Are you getting me? For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. Is it possible to see we, the word was made flesh and we what, and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of while the word was on earth. Not when the word is in heaven. It means the, the word has the glory of the only has the glory like as of the only begotten of the father john was describing that he looked like it but he was not that time full of grace meaning jesus on the earth was full jesus was full of grace and what sir he was full of truth i hope i'm talking pastor what was he full of grace and truth can we say that again grace and truth now i want to share a little bit here grace 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 and and truth jesus was full jesus was full what was he full of grace can we shout it again? Jesus was full of grace and truth. Now, knowledge is not grace. 
but knowledge can bring grace. Grace is a measure different from knowledge. You know, Paul said, abundant of knowledge I have. But the messenger of Satan was sent to buffet me. He said, this I know. And this was done so that I should not be exalted. It means he, 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 there is that knowledge can jolt him. He doesn't have the grace yet to manage the knowledge. So a messenger of Satan was sent to buffet him. And the Lord allowed it because it would lead to grace. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most glass, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest on me. I love the word. That this power of Christ that will rest on him is the power that will produce grace. Yeah. Now, what abundance of knowledge should do, the abundance of knowledge should lead to a power. To tell you that knowledge is a different ballgame. Let's just see. According as his divine power had given unto us. So it means power produce what, sir? All things that pertain unto life and godliness through what, sir? The knowledge. So divine power. There is a power. Are you getting me, sir? There's an energy in the spirit called power. Am I communicating to you? And through it, what happens, sir? Knowledge was given. This knowledge is what is called things that pertain unto life. A lot of what pertain. Pertain means through that you can partake. What's that? Life and godliness. I hope I'm talking to you through the knowledge of him that has called us unto glory. So it means it is true knowledge. Am I communicating to you? Shout hallelujah. You come into life and godliness. So, but a power produce knowledge. So I can have knowledge and it may have, not have godliness. So I need the same power that what, sir? That produce the knowledge. And how is the power active for I to come into life and godliness? The power, knowledge gives me an awareness. It prepares me. He feed me with materials so that I will know what is happening to me. When they are about to convert my knowledge, my materials, my riches into reality. So reality is life and godliness. What is life? Grace. Hmm. Life is grace. Grace is a spirit. I hope I'm talking to you. Godliness is peace. So it's a grace and peace. Or life and peace. Am I communicating to you? Be multiplied to you. I'm, I, I'm talking about condiments, spirits, stains that is not gotten 
until I have been instructed in the practicality of knowledge. So the practical aspect of knowledge is what gives birth to grace. So what brings the practical is the power that produces the knowledge. The power that produces knowledge creates for me an enabling environment to turn the knowledge into spirit. It's like taking your water, turning it into wine. I have seen brethren who have knowledge and I've seen brethren who have little knowledge but they have more grace. Some people who have so much grace they will do little obedience. But some people have so, they don't have too much of knowledge even in this work. But the little they have, they use it. They have, why are they, why is one brother having knowledge? Another is also having knowledge. But Two of them have differential in obedience. It's grace level. Sir, <laughs> it's what my brother is grace level. So somebody can, how do I know? So how to test your grace, to know your grace in the spirit, is to see how you can deny ungodliness. When somebody is, when you see somebody who is doing great denial, it's grace life. The grace of God that appeared unto men. Teaching us. So is that teaching there is not knowledge. It's spiritual instruction. Impartation. You see somebody who takes steps of denial in the spirit and deny. So grace can teach you spirit. This thing is called, is a spirit. Teaching us. Is it that spirit is the law? Mm. Am I talking to you? That law is a teacher. Is inside. This law continues. When a pastor is not there, he's talking to you. Just to show you something. After church, seven brothers will be instructed, help the multimedia to pack their instrument. A lot will run away. I remember that thing happened to when I was a younger Christian. I wasn't among the bad boys. Those would be things. I wasn't. I was a prayer warrior, do evangelism. But every time when church is ending, the Holy Ghost me without they don't Holy Ghost go and help them pack something. Hey. <laughs> I have to go there, I will pack. I didn't know what something I, I said something was teaching me something. Those tiny, tiny instructions. So at times you want to dodge. Some people will dodge grace. What you are, you are dodging is dodging. Because for when there is no activity or knowledge, it's not pressed into grace. You sponge grace from knowledge. Grace cometh will be true obedience. When we say somebody is spiritual, hello, look at me. Somebody can teach this thing and it's not spiritual. Operation of the light and something. That is not where it is. This thing was not given to us for us to teach. It's for us to live. Are you living the life? Some people 
true knowledge, they will have so much. When persecution cometh, they will run away. Paul said, I rejoice in these things. Because when I'm weak, the power of Christ is on me. So Paul needs certain amount of weakness to come into a measure of those revelations. He had revelation. He didn't have measure. He said it. Are you getting me? Lest I should be what, sir? Above what, sir? So fullness of Christ is not knowledge. Jesus knows. He has knowledge. But he has more than knowledge. Christ is more than his knowledge. Temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness. Am I talking to you? When you see somebody who can be, who is humble. There was a Christian brother in Lagos in those days who was rich. Very rich. So, and he did not know. So he passed through the cameraman. And then the cameraman didn't want anybody. He mistakenly passed there. And the cameraman stopped him and warned him. Because the man was actually obscured. Then he now said, I'm sorry, sir. So somebody saw it. He was afraid. He said, what kind of power is this? What kind of power? But if they just ordinarily warning you, <laughs> there is a reaction that will come out of you. And so what? All of us are still like that. To even correct us is difficult. To correct us is difficult. That shows my level of grace. I hope I'm talking to you. Why you thinking, oh, I see vision, I see that. It's not. You don't have nature. You don't have grace. You don't have what, sir? What is grace? Enablement. Strength. God say, my grace, my strength is the same thing. My grace is my strength. It means Jesus was strong. How many of you know that truly Paul has revelation, but he didn't have a lot of measure? I want to ask you one question. They slap Jesus, a bad one. I, not Listen to me. It's not the high priest that slapped Jesus alone. The soldier. You know, I've never received the slap of a soldier. And the Bible says Jesus did not open his mouth. They slap Paul. <laughs> and I I priest. And then Paul said, You whitewash wall. <laughs> you whitewash wall. <laughs> Don't blame Paul. <laughs> if Paul, with all his grace, said whitewash wall, if it is you, you wah, you give it to what, sir? You give him double wah. Uh, preacher, why should he slap me? <laughs> Who gave back to you? Are you getting me? Listen to me. Listen to me. I know I'm a minister of the gospel. But listen, you shouldn't. You hear me? Then, then people say, he's the Lord's high priest. High priest, please be careful. How about talking? <laughs> be careful. This face, no be just for. I get it. It's not free. Don't just say because I, you slapped me and then I will turn the cheek. It's not as they turn your left if they give you one. Hallelujah. 
Somebody will say, if they slap somebody, what? He say, Bible says you should not know. Is that symbolic? I will start slap my own. <laughs> Uh, shout hallelujah amen go back to so measure sir measure is stature I have taught it at a younger frame that knowledge builds stature when you have knowledge it's stature at times my wife we wonder at the foolishness of some of us. And you ask me, why, why, sir, with all this revelation, why are we misbehaving? It took me a long time to watch, sir. It's when I hit this, I say, okay, I don't know. You can have knowledge. I may not have stature. But knowledge inspire, ignite. Knowing it is not enough. Hallelujah doing it and doing it i want to listen to me doing it is not quick wrapped rot of a man to quickly wanting to get things done <laughs> i have to know if you do it that way they will tell you that is not the way we do it there is a way we do it so doing it is called a way so the person we call Jesus is a way. If I am a way, the spirit is that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Have you seen that, sir? I am the way. What again, sir? The truth. No man, what, sir? But who, sir? By me. I am who? The way, the truth, and what, sir? And the lie. No man, what, sir? Commit unto the Father, but by me. I'm gradually going into the prophecy. You know, I opened my heart. The Lord was present here. He was teaching us things, and I will, I will get back to that. But I'm building it gradually by the Holy Ghost. The Lord Jesus is way. That man you saw called Jesus is a way. Is a particular kind of way. That tells us the Lord is spirit. The Lord is a spirit. What you call truth. Truth is not scripture. We have scriptures of truth. But truth itself is a, is a person. It is way that becomes truth. Yes, sir. It is way that becomes truth. You find truth in the way. So when I say I found truth in the way, it means there is a way to that truth. So that truth is actually the water is in the way. He owns the way. So when somebody says, I am the way, I am the truth. That tells you 
The way is a person. The truth of the way is a person. It's a, it's a realization. The life is also a manifestation of the person. I, those are threefold spiritual manifestations of God's definition. You, that's why it's not easy to know God. Because God is a way. The truth of God cannot be known easily. I say you are led well, sir, in his way. Have I said something today? Is that clear, sir? So when you don't have way, you can't have measure. Where I'm going? This is where I'm going. So what happened? That evil spirit that came, came with a measure. Are you listening to me? The evil spirit was a way. So Paul, Paul didn't understand that way. Amen. Paul had abundance of revelation. Hey, hey. Hallelujah. What did Paul have, son? But not the way of the revelation. Then I will tell you why God allowed that evil spirit to, to, towards her to attack Paul. And Satan knew Paul didn't have measure. And he wanted to stop Paul from getting the measure. I hope I'm talking to you. So there are three things God is saying. So God allowed that spirit to come because he doesn't want Paul to be exalted above measure. I love the word. When you are not in a place, don't take yourself there. It's a principle in the spirit. Are you exalt? If you if you exalt yourself, you shall be abased. Jesus has taught us. The messenger of Satan was sent not by God but by Satan, because the messenger of Satan also was interested in Paul, not at any measure. And God does not want Paul to be above measure. All of you, are you ready for me? Satan forgot something. What did I say, sir? And God capitalized on it. What is Satan forgot? I will tell you. He forgot that Paul should, could be tempted to be risen above measure. He came in anger because of the revelation. Let me stop this man. Satan moved in out of fear. He wasn't thinking. I don't know if you understand me. Satan did not think well. He miscalculated. So Paul too was a bait to Satan. So, so in, I don't there's a way God will arrange you. Satan will, will lose thinking. God will make Satan miscalculate. And he's doing it over and over. And Satan keep making a miscalculation over you. Anybody who will attain eternal life, Satan must done wrong predictions. He must make mistakes. And he won't stop making mistakes. You see that? He came with anger. He came to inflict injury, just like Job. Not knowing that you shouldn't have done that. There's a way you will have done it. Tempt Paul. And God says, okay. Satan 
He's no longer thinking about this boy, of how to exalt him above measure. He wants to kill him. You know, even Jesus said to Zachariah, he said to Ananiah, I will show him things which he must suffer. Okay. All of those words were have been done. They were laying it down. How Satan will follow is dealing with Paul. And Paul was saying it, I have been chosen to suffer. <laughs> so Satan concentrated on the suffering alone. And that opened the gates of what, sir? Of partaking in a measure for Paul. Now look at me. Ask me what happened. That evil spirit, God allowed it because Paul gained skill. Hello, sir. Paul was not supposed to pray for God to take it away. Like most of us would do. Hmm? Eh? Thrice. The Lord said, no, my grace is what? What is the answer? This spirit will cause a way to be open to you. Ah, pastor. <laughs> so it means Paul didn't learn word that day during this season. Paul learned a way because those spirits are also way. All those angels you see, including the one that are and the one that are funny, they are all ways. And that is why the scripture says, train up your child in the way, not in the scripture. So a lot of child children, they know Bible and then they will be smoking. They even hate church. Because parents often teach them what, sir? Scripture. Don't force a child. Let's come and let's go to church. Ebadura by force. Pray. Kneel down and pray. I, when I was a young child, I hated Bible session. I just don't like it. Even if my father carried Bible, my face turned. One day he was crying. Because you see all the Muslim children, they love Bible. All the children will come from the same compound. My father, why will other children like what of my own son? What is wrong? I saw him crying. I just, but that didn't change my heart. His tears did not break me. Am I complicated? <laughs> he took God. He, now, the Bible I didn't like became something I loved the most. I think he started praying. He started seeking God. That same thing happened to Paul, sir. He had so much knowledge. And Satan was frightened. He sent a messenger to buffet him, buffet Paul. And the reason is to keep Paul from attaining measure. Not knowing that the exact thing he was doing is what to give rise to measure. Then Paul, through that spirit, lent measure. All things work together for good to them that love God. And at the call, according to his purpose, measure. Paul came into measure. He came into the power of Christ. Paul grew in stature. What happened was that Apostle Paul got to a realm in the spirit where he need more weakness 
say it again, sir. More weakness towards her attain measure. Now, if you see how he started that chapter, is that I come to knowledge, to visions and revelation. I knew a man about 14 years ago. I cannot tell whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. A man who was uh, caught up to the third heaven. I knew such a man, I lie not. In the body, I cannot tell. Either he was caught up to, into paradise. And Paul said, this man had words which were unspeakable for a man to utter. Or such will like glory. He loved to glory here. So God showed him the way of that man. It means this man that was caught up was beaten into weakness. The person that fit this perfectly was the man in Isle of Patmos. You know, it was complete weakness the man was. Then he was caught up and had the voice of the seven thunders. So Paul was saying that man has measure more than him. May your eyes be open to measure. Amen. There are many ways to measure us in God. The way of God's measure. So this brings me to truth. To tell you what is called truth. So, uh, God has moved us higher. Because of the present light, we see truth more than knowledge. Not, there is a knowledge of the truth. We have that. I can have the knowledge of the truth and have not held truth. I don't know truth yet. Now, the elder unto the elect lady and her children. So, John said, I love the elected lady in the truth. Not only him, but also they that have known the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Finally, I'm going to go somewhere now. And for the truth's sake, which, which dwelleth in us, and shall be with us forever. Pastor Parkson, a lot of people can have knowledge. I'm teaching, I'm not teaching the church. I'm talking to our company. We can have knowledge and we don't have truth. Is is the season of migration into truth. Somebody you can't have knowledge and do something opposite to know to truth. You can't tell me you have truth. So I can use knowledge to attain lie. That was what them diametrous or what is it was doing. So what was he doing, sir? Attain what? Preeminence. Now that preeminence was false, was a lie. That was not truth. He, what was he doing, sir? He was using knowledge. That, that's Satan. 
to, so prominent can be loved by his soul. Truth is supposed to purge it. Now, uh, at times, uh, uh, sin can be higher than truth inside you. Two things, evil things, righteous things can dwell in a man. I'm not lying to you. The level of truth can be lower than the level of what, sir? Of sin. Sin is a lie. Open to First John chapter 1. I, I, please, I want to, I'm, I'm teaching, everything I'm talking about is about the Father and the Son. If you are going to look at the goggle, you will see it very well. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So, so it's not, like I tell you, truth, where, sir? It's not in us. So it's not everyone that truth is in them. Truth, Google to you, Google to you, sin. You will see sin. So sin and truth can be inside you at a time. When we arrive at everlasting life, this is how our soul is. So like I tell you, sin is a judgment. It's a status. Truth is a judgment and it's also a status. Which one will win? Is the one you are going to cooperate with. Verse 5, give to me. Verse 5. This then is the message which you have heard of him. That God, declare we unto you that God is light in him. is no what, sir. Now, for us to be cleansed of darkness, God has to send the truth in us. Next verse. If we say we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie. And what, my brother? So, despite our sin, they decided to enroll us into fellowship. We sin, something in me. Tokwe talked about something inside us that can tempt, that can be pulled. Is it those preeminence? Those sins are around there. They are the junior brothers. They are brothers of preeminence. I call that is the real man that Satan put in there. Achievement. You can do anything. You can, you can cut corners spiritually to attend them. You can compromise inside of you. Am I complicating to you? Now, when you do that, you offend two things. You disobey two laws. What is the law? You will disobey law of love towards your brother and law of love towards God. That was why in that second John, he said the commandment God gave to us is for us to love one another. Now, when you love your brother, you won't do things. Are you going to edge your brother away? While I was upstairs, God was teaching me something. He just began to teach me. He said, I shall not convert your brother's wife. Your brother's, what sir? Oxen. Your brother's thing. Then God told me, he said, 
He said, the wife in everlasting life is not women, as you suppose. It's a wife that thinks your brother has married in the spirit that are his own. Things that are around him, it can be favor of your brother. Things I gave to your brother to make him beautiful. That is his wife. You can covet it. Or advantage of your brother in the spirit. You want to hedge him out so he can stay there. What Tokbe was teaching, those are wives you are coveting. Maybe Dr. Lamikora is ahead of me and I'm planning that. How will I remove this guy? All my life is that I'm planning. I want to take his wife from him. At times, your brother hawks him. Your brother's camel, your brother's what's a horse can be your what your brother is using, which God gave to him to make this life easy. All of those laws, God was just telling me, say, I say, oh, is it so you can see? It is applicable in the New Testament. Both in the natural and in the physical. Look at this. He said, I shall not convert thy neighbor's house. So you know house can be a covering God puts around your brother. Not covet his wife. <laughs> no, no, Lord, you know I'm not converting my brother's wife. God knows. It's not a wife. You can easily, all of us know that temptation. People, ah, never. That, Oti Maria, when? But there are certain wife that your brother has that you don't mind taking. No. Is man's servant. I love the word man's servant. Things serving your brother in the ministry. You know, somebody can be serving you. Somebody say, and it's okay, how can I take some of them away? <laughs> to come and serve you. You are covetous. I, I'm covetous. This is where they will get us, all of us. This place. This is the land of Satan. Are you getting me? And the land of God. Hello. How many of you know that Satan converted out from God? All those angels serving him. While he was, when the children were being led, he was checking all of them. When they lift up their wings to worship God, another guy was planning. Am I lying to you? Holy, 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 holy. We worship you, Lord God Almighty. While the worship was going on. Holy. With their wings. Holy. Holy mountain. Somebody was planning. And it's only God who saw him. Who knew what was in his heart. And you know when sin is in somebody, there's a way you begin to behave. It will begin to show. 
you won't ring the bell immediately. And that's when they say, call the protocol, you'll be late for 30 minutes. Am I communicating to you? If Satan was covetous. He coveted the children, the seraphims. He coveted the might. He coveted the dominions. And took them away. Lied to them. You know, conventions is not to take something's clothes where I share my shirt. Real covetousness are in the spirit. And there is something all these things boils down to is yourself. Sir, what's that? Nor your brother's house. You know, donkey. You watch the donkey of your brother clean. <laughs> ah, that's my own. <laughs> that, and, this guy, that, he cannot travel some. No? There's a way you can convert your brother's manservant. Maybe you come to the house. Have you, uh, have you guys eaten today? I don't know. No, no, we, we, what did they? What kind of food did they give to you? We, we, we. Yeah, they gave us small, small meat. Okay, I understand you. Okay, uh, Angelina, uh, double. Give them. Um, how many things you, you people ate me today? Yes, we ate the chicken, and each of us had a tie. Uh, uh. That guy did not know that revelation before. You open him to a wrong revelation. So he just come on, okay, do you want to take it home? You want to eat it? Ah, thank you, sir. Let me greet your master. He has one words, sir. He has one seed. Then that boy will begin to give the master a trouble. Don't expose somebody's servant to something that will give him trouble in his own master's house. You know, at times when you see somebody, you know, ministers, they, they are converting guys. A keyboardist will go to this, they call playing for one church for winners. Then one person um, how much is winner pay you? Uh, they give us sixty thousand I say we should walk by faith. <laughs> <For the, laughs> uh, okay. Um I am not saying you should leave winners, but I just feel you need more. Right now we are looking for a keyboardist. A car is ready, a house is ready, um, salary is ready, and then we need to push you for greater training. You have a potential, but you need to be, you need to be even trained to be, a, you need serious exposure. You are playing at a level, but there's a level in my mind. Are you ready to join the wagon? I've been recruiting boys, if you are, I just, just let me know.
Give me your number. Sir, when can I see you, sir? They, on Sunday, they will just come to church. Nobody's playing keyboard. It's gone. Only guitar, bass guitar and something. No keyboard again. Then you see, some pastor will begin to curse again. You went away. You will not prosper. Pastor, this covetousness. Want to be all those laws in Genesis. You know when I first I, I say it's the law of everlasting life. But how that place gives me a lot of trouble. I said, but Lord, this other law looked like Christ. He laughed. It's today he was just explaining to me the law of the brotherhood. He said, when you break this, you break the law of God. You won't love God enough. We give glory to God. Uh, Pastor Tayo started with a note. I, I, I think that's what I'm still teaching. All those things he said were instructions of the land. Because in this land, your neighbor should be your brother. And don't just, the new law is love, die, let your brother live. Yes. As I love you. So we can see First John chapter 1 verse 5 verse 6. If we say we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie. You see that word lie? Lie here is a great sin. It's iniquity. And do not the truth. We don't, we have never done this truth. It's not held against us. We are not accountable for not doing the truth because we don't know it before. This truth here is the truth of God. Is the truth of God. You get me? What is the truth, sir? Is, is the truth of God. That's the truth. Shout hallelujah. And that's the purpose of fellowship. Before you are grafted into fellowship, knowledge begins. Are you getting me? You have knowledge. After a while, they, they cause you to have an entrance again into way. A way. You see, that way is what makes what you have learned practical. I can have knowledge and not have fellowship. It is in the way they generate fellowship. Because it, it is way 
God-fearing men, that God will teach how to avoid iniquity. Psalm 25. Now, he, he made his way unto Moses, as he made known unto Israel. So what God did to Moses was to cleanse Moses. First of all, God taught Moses cleansing. Verse 4, 25. Show me thy ways. O Lord, teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth. Are you seeing it, sir? And teach me. <laughs> this is masterful. For thou art the God of my salvation. So that tells us that salvation is a way. On thee do I wait. Anybody who is hasty will not, will not be a graduate of the way. You will not even see it. So when we say leading of the spirit is not witness for a child for to have know your wife. Witness to have witness. Leading of the spirit is God's sovereign hand upon you, driving you to know the unknown. It's beyond just having substances of information, but rather the discipline and the culturing, are you getting me? Of God's life in a man. When God is leading you, He's leading you because the strength of sin is the way. So what we call sin is a way. So when you say, okay, I'm taking away sin, I'm taking away from you. That's okay. So if I'm not handled the way, sin will still be present. Teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee I wait all day long. Remember, O oh Lord, I tend the for thee and thy loving kindnesses. Because they have been there even of old. Meaning is an ancient thing with thee. It can't change. Remember not the of my youth. Remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O oh Lord. These sinners are us who are ready to be taught. And what, who will he guide against her? The meek will he guide in judgment. These sinners are the same thing as the meek. These are sinners that wants to stop sinning. So you need to guide them where? In judgment. Pastor, as you can see, I will teach you, I will cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will what? Keep my judgment and do them. Kind. So, to guide you in judgment as a meek, the meek will it teach his way. So the reason for judgment is because of way. When you don't have judgment of God, you will miss God's way. And the purpose of judgment is to cleanse me from sin. Because Satan's sin, lie, is judgment. And it's also a part. I have to be led against it. Said, evil spirits have taken time to train men 
and install way in them. So the church is weak. The church can't handle the way of death in men. Verse 10, is it possible to read it? The parts, can we read together? All the parts of the law and mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimony. So you can see when say, I'm going to teach you my covenant. I'm going to make a covenant with you. What is he doing, sir? He wants to remove iniquity and sins. He doesn't want to remember them anymore. So he will guide you. This is the thing. Guide, lead, guide, lead. So pastor, mercy and truth is grace and truth. So what you have in the path is grace. And so Jesus, all that time Jesus was in the house of Joseph, ways. They were teaching him ways. And Jesus will read scripture, you will understand it. Patience, all those ingredients. Jesus was finding mercy and grace were being born into Jesus. Amen. F finally, let me just cut short to this message. I'm about to close. Are we ready? Go back to First John, Second John. If we walk in the truth, look, okay, let's read First John first. Chapter 1, verse 7. If we walk in the light, is it the light? As is in the light. Pastor, also. So walk is not separate from fellowship. So when I say I walk, means I, I am doing the way. I'm using the path to live. Hallelujah. Then we have, so, you, you, so those who are in fellowship really are those who are in the path. Those whom God is guiding through the way. Amen. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Amen. I, 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 I. Open your Bible. That that place is potent. Finally, please. Second John. For the true sake, verse two which dwelleth in us now and shall be in us. It is the truth itself that validates our sure election. The truth. When the truth dwells in us, truth can be in you and is not dwelling. When you see somebody who wounds that truth has dwelt in them, they also are abiding in the truth. 
third John, the elder unto well beloved Gaius. The word well beloved Gaius I means Gaius is a product of woman of the truth. The same title God gave to Jesus, my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. It means this man was, was a very high man. Not so, Pastor. Beloved, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper. Then you know he's not talking about money here. <laughs> prosper is to prosper is to evolve. And be in health is not physical health. Health is for his soul to run well. Spirit, soul, and body to run well. That's health. Even as what, my brother? As thy soul prospereth. Can we shout hallelujah? For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of truth that is in thee. Even as thou walketh in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk where, sir, in truth. That's the greater joy. Walk in truth. Sir, anybody who is walking in the truth, can you tell me what is being done? The blood of Jesus Christ is son. What is happening to him? So sin, lie, is being dealt with. Go back to Second John. Verse 4. I rejoice grace because I found that thy children walk in truth. Walking in truth as we have received a commandment from the Father. Verse 3. Grace be with you. Mercy. Peace. From God the Father. And from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father. In truth. And what again, sir? And in love. Say it again, sir. In truth. Do you know the meaning of that truth, sir? As I said, truth is a part, is a way, is a spirit, is a spiritual commodity. Shout hallelujah. I'm not hearing you say amen. Can we say amen? Now, uh, I said it, I said Grace and truth is grace and peace. Peace is not to be peaceful. It's not all. Not literal peace nature. That's not what they are saying there. Peace is truth. Solidity of life. Grace is a transition. Peace is an abiding thing. I hope I'm talking to you. I hope I'm communicating to you. Now, it says truth and love. Praise God, sir. You get what I'm trying to say to you? Truth and what? And love. In other words, we just say, in peace and love. You get me? 
say peace. And what again is on the law? Is a higher realm of truth. It's still the same truth because love is truth is love. Truth is peace, peace is love. Truth. So love and truth. Hallelujah. Is a higher octave of truth, which is life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So the life here is everlasting life. Is the full manifestation. Love is the full manifestation of life everlasting. I would jump, sir. Whosoever transgressed and verse 9, and abided not in the doctrine of Christ, that not God. He that abided in the doctrine of Christ, both the Father and the Son. At both Usa, the Father. Whosoever transgressed. So, when you see people, sir, what is the word transgressing here? A transgressor. A transgressor is he who does lie when truth is in place. That verse 1. A transgressor will say, I have no sin. It's because the truth is not where it's at. And the reason of how you a generate how, it, how does a transgressor generate? He has not abided in the doctrine of Christ. You know what I mean? That realm of heart, your faith, virtue, all of those things, those are realms of abode. So he didn't have those things. So he has forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. And he can't see afar off. So, but he that denied, abided in the doctrine of Christ, at okay, who abided not in the doctrine, had not God. Now give me verse eight, TK. He that abided. Okay, go further. Nine. He that abided, okay, it's part B. In the doctrine of Christ, he had both the Father. Kai Kai Kai. So that this is how you know someone who abides. What does he have, sir? When you see somebody who is abiding and who has abided, that's what abided. Someone who abided is not living Christ. He is entrenched in that Christ doctrine for a consistent time, number of times. It means he had gotten the Father and the Son. Tomorrow I will start from here. But it's good that I define some of these things so that we can see it. So I will just talk something here about the word Messiah. That was what God showed me. The word Messiah means Christ. 
is clear from here. That he who has been made both Lord and Christ, or our Lord Jesus Christ, or Christ, was raised by God as Christ. To possess something is to possess this doctrine. It's only Christ that these things can dwell. When Jesus said, I am Christ, in other words, Christ is the temple of the Father and the Son. Christ is the temple of the Father. It means when you open Christ, what will you find in him? The Father and the Son. So the Father and the Son hide where? In Christ. I don't know for Christ the anointed one. Not so, Pastor. It's Usa. So, the anointed one is anointed eh? for one purpose. What is it, every one of us? To hone the doctrine. To hold the doctrine. To assess the doctrine. So in other words, the case called Christ is a house of the Father and the Son. So if you are looking for the temple of the Father and the Son, is that thing called Christ which our Lord became. <laughs> what agreement are the temple of God with idols? Not so. For you are the temple of the living God. As God had said, I will dwell in them, walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Pastor, not so, sir. If you are going to see, let's see 15. Let's see it. What conquered at Christ with Belia? What part had he that believed with an infidel? Then the next verse. What agreement at the temple of God with Uza? So, what, can you tell me the temple of God? Now, what is God here? God here is the Father. 
and the Son. Go back to Sunset John. That's second John. Oh, no, give that place I was reading. Thank you. Verse 8. Quickly. Look to your no. Verse. Is it 8 or 7? Yeah, 9. That's right. Whosoever transgresses abide not in the doctrine of Christ had not God. So you can see he had not God. The, 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 is the temple of God. He that abided in the doctrine of Christ, he had what, sir? Both the Father. So who is God here? The Father and the Son. That's it, sir. This is the Father and the Son. Can we shout hallelujah? God, the Father and the Son, is what they mean by God. To have God is to have the Father and the Son. And the only person that can have God is Christ. And for us to be Christ, we have to partake of his doctrine and abide in it. We should abide where? In the doctrine of Christ. So if anybody come to me, let's go. Verse 10. If they are come unto you, any, bring not this doctrine. The apostles were dangerous in those days. Don't receive him. Receive him not into your house. Neither bid him good Godspeed. Don't say God will be with you. Sir, it means he, he doesn't have God. so don't use God to bid him good speed. Don't give him God speed. Is not of God, sir. Sir, when we go into the spirit, things that are small become magnified. Thank you, Kay. The things that are small becomes magnified. For he that bided in good speed is a partaker of his evil deeds. What evil is he doing, this person? This is First John chapter 3. The same thing Cain was doing. That other man was doing pre... He was busy doing the work of preeminence. Am I communicating, sir? That was an evil. Now, you will corrupt the doctrine if you love something else. But anyone who has this doctrine at, both, at God, he that had God had both the Father and the Son. This is what this is what qualified Jesus for his messianship title? Yes. So, this is how you know Christ very well. It's not because he's Christ as life. Hmm. But he's Christ who is worthy of the Father and the Son. Sir, everything 
in that thing. Both that father and the son, their doctrine. Jesus did it. He fulfilled them all. Everyone say, Father and the Son. I'm not hearing you say that again. It's both the Father and the Son. The Father and the Son. Father and the Son. Father and Usa. And they call it abiding in the doctrine of Christ. So the doctrine of Christ will qualify you to have have both the Father and the Son. He that denied the Father, denied the Son, denied the Father. He that acknowledges the Son, acknowledge the Father. For him to be say, call Messiah. Are you listening to me? Pastor, the capacity of holding the doctrine is what makes him to fulfill the messiahship calling. That's it, sir. Now, it's difficult to own God. Tomorrow I'll continue from here. It's difficult to own God. This is Messiah. Mm. To have God and the Father is to have capacity to save. Mm. Mm. Thank you, sir. Savior. Sir? What do you call that, sir? Savior. So Jesus' calling as a Messiah is to be able to save his people from their sin. Not to cleanse his people. As Christ is a cleanser. But at Christ who possess the Father and the Son, meaning what my brother, is a savior. Is Uza. He will save them. Now, he can save you as a son. When he saved you with his son, it's not enough. He needs to save you with his father. When he saves you with his father, you are saved to the uttermost. Not so, sir. So it means, who is this Messiah? Is the one that possesses salvation. That's how Lord Jesus possesses. He said, he shall be called, bring forth a son, thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall. You see, this is what Jesus is not the name of that duty. For he shall save. As Jesus, he was not saving. Are you listening? But he shall save his people from their sins. I don't know, maybe I'm talking to you. So the ministry of Jesus is to be both Christ, I get it, me, and to come into being God. He is the Son. He's also the Father. God gave him the opportunity to be a son and the Father. He learned to be a son and learned to fulfill the hand of salvation which is 
the power of fatherhood. The power. Say it again, sir. I want us to say that, sir. No, as a son, he is Isaac and Jacob. As a father, he is Abraham. We need to see that, sir. He is what, sir? He is Abraham. Pastor, is that clear, sir? Yeah. You, can, you see, it is the stature of Abraham that can get to the stature of old where you are consecrated forevermore as a father. So Jesus has what it takes in us. It's those two beings in him. That sonship. That son of God. Am I communicating to you? Our ingredients, our personalities of salvation. We give glory to God. Can we say amen? amen. Can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah. And can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Jesus is going to introduce us. And he's already doing that right now. Where we will know him as a son. We will see his father. And know him also as a father. This is wisdom. Why? I want to say something. This is it. First, dog, sir. Because sin is a son. But sin is not just a son. Sin has a father. Hmm? Oh. So, that's iniquity, not so, Pastor. Eh? Iniquity has what? It's, it has a son. Am I communicating to you? And the iniquity has what, my son? A father. We is a son of iniquity. Let's see. It's in John chapter 3, 1 John. Thank you, ticket. He that committed sin is of the devil. Now, that word of the devil means is a son of the devil. If you want to know a son of the devil, is he what, my brother? Committed sin. I love the word committed means is what, sir? Dedicated means he's serving sin. Committed means I have a, he has a commitment to sin. This, this is not the way we think sin is. In his holistic view. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. Do you believe me, sir? Pastor, do you believe that devil too was a son? And once again, and he was a, and he used to be a father. Now he's a son. And what again, sir? He's a father. So you want to give birth to sonship. He has a son. His son is a sin. Sons are things in him. I said, for the devil seen it from the beginning. 
Sir, are you getting me? For who, who seen it from the beginning? For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Pastor Pax, so the works of the devil is what Satan committed. Is it just to be a bad doer? Mm -mm. Sir, what Satan committed is an expression. He's looking for a kind of manifestation. He, he gave birth to a son in the spirit. This evil spirit gave birth to a son in himself. And that thing was in him. And he gave it to angels, first of all. Mm. Some of those angels were sons of God. And turned them to his own son. So imagine angels who are sons of God, suddenly they became sons of the devil. That is the sin. He started with himself. And immediately he had sons, then he moved up and became a father. To be a father, you must have been able to give birth to children. Culture them. Culturing them will give you skills to be able to father them. So he's been a father for ages. So if he has been able to father angels, you will know how to father men. And for this purpose, the Son of God was mad that he might destroy the works of the devil. So the works of the devil is those things that will make him, that enable him, the things he does in people that translate men to be his own. Those are works. Pastor, am I communicating? Then the next verse. Whosoever is born of God, anybody who is what, sir? Born of God, dot what, sir? How am I born of God? It's in fellowship. My commitment to life of God, to truth. Sin is in me. Lie is in us. Truth is in me. Am I complicated? Truth, lie, they are both ways. So the devil didn't show the way in you. The day you have truth, it's been there since. It's just what God did in the beginning. What Satan did in the beginning, what God did in the end. The tree of life was where? Was in the garden. Satan came to put his own beside it. So I said, okay, no problem. We'll do the same principle. These are men have taken your trees in them, your ways in them. I'm coming to plant my own beside it. And if someone says, God, you don't have right, but I have bought this man. So I'm going to plant my seed in them, called truth. Because they came my way, I'm going to put them, my life in them. After a while, hello, sir, through obedience, a bad process is done where iniquity or sin is gone completely because sir the introduction of john what john said is what is the message is it this then is the message 
This is the message. Chapter 1, TK gave me. What is the message? This is what God wants to do. Eh? That God is light. What's that? In him, no darkness at all. Telling you, what I want to do is, my children should be like me. In them, there will not be any darkness at all. I hope I'm not too difficult at all. Shout hallelujah. Said, then will I have said, you have fulfilled your messianic cause. A true son of Christ. A true messiah. You see, you don't just be Christ without God. You get me? You see that thing they call Christ should yield to God. I hope I'm talking to you. Amen. I worship Jesus. Now, the first thing, calling of a Christ as a stone, Pastor K, he will evolve to be a son. And the next thing is that the Christ, from being son, he will become a father. Pastor, what, is the, what, what state is that? Every Christ that has come to possess both the Son and the Father. Who is he, sir? He has, he has God. And if you have God, what happens, sir? You, 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 you possess salvation. You are saved. Sir, he shall save his people. You are saved, honestly speaking. You are completely safe. Because those are the people you will say to that greater is him, you, he that is in you, than he that is in the world. We give praise to God. We, I love you, Jesus. Sir, what was it? Jesus is come in the flesh. This is it, sir. You know, he's not just saying, somebody say, Jesus was not born. You know, the theologians, Jesus, Jesus never existed. You are denying. Or you say, Jesus lived. and You know, that like, there's a way you interpret that. For Jesus to come in the flesh is a great statement. It's a teaching. Meaning, Jesus bore successively the doctrine of the Father and the Son. What does that mean, my son? Jesus fulfilled... <laughs> Is Christ's mandate. What is the Christ's mandate, Pastor? Destroying all the works of the devil. I'm, I've not finished. Huh? Thank you, sir. That's a, it means the manifestation. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Now, 
you must destroy the works of the devil. Everyone. Say it again. Pastor Fox, do you get that, sir? Everyone should watch, sir. Did you get that? Somebody say, why must I destroy? Because I have constructed the works of the devil. God won't destroy it for you. The issue is that Satan has boasted that none of them will destroy my works. Hmm? But God says, no, I will give them power. Eh? The power to become the son of God is to destroy all the works of the devil. Then I would say, Jesus is what, my brother? How does that relate? Very easy. Very easy. Very easy. Eh? Say it. And because the person that first came in the flesh was Satan. And all his works is what makes us flesh. Eh? So for Jesus to come into the flesh, or for Jesus to come in the flesh, what, are, what is he doing? Destroy works that has made man flesh. It means he would take over that flesh domain and make it his own. And to this, for him to take it over, you need the introduction of two manifestations, the Father and the Son. God, this is destruction. There will be, what you'll be doing, Pastor, You'll be, you are going to be being, God is going to teach us how to destroy works. Satan is bad, though. But we, they will destroy his works. Pastor, the words are. I, I just have one feeling to say one thing. The works he has done, he doesn't feel, he felt no man can destroy them. Because the works he did was life. Not so. It was a way. It was a lie. It was a life. So that's why for you to be, a, to be Christ, you are undertaking upon yourself the mandate of destruction for construction what is a destruction destroy his life that is destroy if you have destroyed sin and death you'll be able to destroy hell and death this is it what is satan's works revelation 12 we'll read this all of us will know it verse 10 I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Let's see. And they what, sir? By what, my brother? By what again? And what happened to them? So you can see that fellowship in First John chapter 5. This is where you don't do it. It's the destruction of Satan. He said, I will destroy the face of the covering cast 
on this mountain by feasting a people. It can only take a people. It can what, my brother? To what, my brother? To do the job of destruction. You know, who is a people, TK? Who is a people? Yeah, who is a people? A people is evil. He personality that has that peopleship. You need to be many on your inside to be able to kill what Satan has walked. Because what Satan did was many. Eh? There are walks. Walks of the devil. That's a people. A people is he who has capacity to die. Is it what Abraham did? Everything he got, he wanted to kill it. Abraham actually killed it. wasn't Isaac he was offering it himself. To kill your son is to kill yourself. You see where the devil went to stay? Yes, sir. Love not their lives. Say it again, sir. So where, what is the devil there? That, that their lives is what Satan has done. That their life is Satan's work. Canada, can we begin to thank God, everyone? Amen. We're going to pray one more prayer. I had the word overcome him. To overcome for they overcame. So we need capacity to come over his works. To prove superior to his works. So the, Satan is holding the earth by his works. Anybody who will break free from his works, who will cut down his reign, Email these people overcame him. Reverend Kobe, they ascended the throne. Michael threw evil spirit down. He's still staying there by walks. By walks. Can I say something, sir? We should not even be perturbed by what the world is becoming. That's not our concern, really. It's in us. We. We have had access to seeing. Are you getting me? If, if 10,000 people put Satan down, the rest of the earth will be okay. This has been the fellow. He ascended into the air, into the heavens, and he has stayed there for a long time. But God knew the principle of bringing him down. It's for some people to kill him in them. It, they will finish him, expire him, exterminate him. Terminate him. When we terminate him, there won't be a legal right to stay in heaven. He can't fight Michael and his angels. He cannot. But Michael does not have the pedigree to war with him. He's staying there by lying, by what's a deceptive legal are you getting me advantage but that can go 
when you have removed his legal power, there's no need staying. And the only way is to destroy all the works of the devil. We have to thank God for it. Is it possible to pray? Just pray in the spirit that they will give us that and we'll begin, I don't know, pray a prayer that overcoming, I'll begin to record overcomings. <laughs> 